0: Well, welcome to Imperfect with Rebecca and Sandra. Um, <laughs> sorry, you're hearing my silly laugh. It was Rebecca with her sprinkle sparkle fingers in the in the video here. Um, <laughs> we were um, we're gonna wing this one to tell you the truth, because um, Rebecca wanted to kind of talk about my hacks that I don't I don't feel like I really have for having a pandemic baby, <laughs> um,
1: pandemic baby.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Like when we had masks, she didn't like them, but she, she's used to them. She, she's, she like, will grab them. I'm, if you're not watching us, I'm making <laughs> these hands together and then she'll put them over her. She'll put it over her face oh. or she'll, she'll, she'll grab things that look like it and put it over her face. Um, just to be like masks. Um, yeah, it it was crazy. Like going to, this is what we didn't talk about, but hopefully your friends, I don't think we'll have to go through is I, when I had my appointments, half of them were virtual and then the other half were in person and my husband couldn't come with me. So that kind of sucked. Um, but I did get to video um, the sonogram, which was a little hard, but since, since I was able to do that, I also included my mom. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, but it, yeah, it's that cause someone else I know that was recently pregnant, they, I think their husband got to go and I was like, that's so awesome. I'm glad uh, that you did. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, honestly, the first, like, newborn baby stuff would probably be the same. Like, you're really concerned. You don't want anyone to come over anyway because they don't have an immune system. <laughs> um, the the hard part is getting used to not sleeping. <laughs> and I say that because my friend, uh, the, the nurse, Jenny, she was like, what's your plan for after the baby comes I'm like what do you mean what's my plan she's like you know like a feeding sleeping plan you know because technically if you have less than four hours of sleep that's permanent brain damage And I was like great good to know I was like that's probably why it's mommy brain yeah (laughs) because they don't sleep um Cause she's, she's, she was able to do a plan with her husband. They bottle fed more than me. I feel like, um, she, she got lucky. She was able to pump. Whereas for me, it was hard. Cause even though I did try to pump, I, when I pumped, I didn't really get anything. So at night, the late, early, early late night, early nights, whatever, early mornings, um, I would tend to still just pick her up and latch her on. Um, cause she, she seemed to prefer it. Like that's when she actually drank the most, I feel like from me was when, um, when, when it was late night, actually early mornings we did, we would often make, um, a, a formula bottle though. Cause I just, at that point I was like, well, I think my body's done. <laughs> so it, that, that was usually the two or three or four o'clock feeding somewhere in there. Um, and I think that's, that's normal for most people. Like there's just going to be. You wake up at 10, 12, two, <laughs> four, somewhere around those. Um, it was really hard. I was very, I was a very grumpy mom. <laughs> I'm sure the baby, like, I think she, she got a little bit of it too. Cause I, I don't do well with not enough sleep in general already. Yes. Like to add on a human that's you're trying to sustain was not great either. Um, my husband did help. He, j- he it's funny. Cause he actually was like, I feel u- useless and I, I could see how they do. He's like, you're feeding her. Like, I don't, I, I can't physically feed her. <laughs> like if I could, great, but I can't. <laughs> so the first six months, he, I think he really felt like useless because he's like, she's just tiny and she really just needs you. Like, I don't have a lot to do with it. Um, he did, he did, he pretty much changed all the diapers and did all the swaddling. Now the nurses taught him that. Cause when we were in the hospital, I was just like too tired. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, uh, huh, sure. I was like, you're learning that. <laughs> um, I would say the biggest thing is do what works best for you. We had a bedside bassinet that she sort of slept in sometimes. But honestly, we ended up doing a lot of co-sleeping. And I know in the States, like it's not suggested, like, uh, but a lot of other countries, they, they do it. That's normal. That's what they do. Um, I mean, I get it. I was terrified of it. But actually, my husband accidentally fell asleep with her next to him in the bed. So I was like, if he can figure out how to not move <laughs> with the baby next to him for a couple of hours, I can totally do it. <laughs> so I looked up how to how to like, you know, co-sleep or at least like at least get more sleep for myself, which was co-sleeping. And we still do it sometimes because I don't want to have the fight. This is why it works better for us. I don't want to have the fight of her getting up and in and out because now she's a toddler who can move around. She's not just going to stay in my lap get up and down in her room and go to the door and back. Like, I I don't want to do that for 30 minutes, an hour. Like, it's just, it's, if you want to, great. I have, I have no, maybe your kid isn't like mine, which is also great. I, I like, I don't want to give you, I don't want to say what you're doing is wrong. For me, I just was like, no, i rather you come lay in my bed. Like, cause she, she, she usually chills out if she gets here. She's like, all right, fine. I guess we're going to sleep. Whereas sometimes in her room, she's like, "Let's go to the door. Let me turn on the light. Let me go get, let me go get my mini and put it on the pillow and put her to sleep." And next, lay down to her. But when mommy asks me if we're going to sleep, I'm going to say no, and I'm going to get up. Yeah, that's that was only five minutes probably, (laughs) and I'm already like, "Oh my gosh, can we go to bed, please?" (laughs) So when um,
1: for those who don't know. you got pregnant in 2020, correct?
0: Yeah. So I got pregnant um, in March. So it was like, so everyone got sent home around like March 16th or eight ish, 18th ish. Actually, no, it wasn't actually it was technically March, but I didn't find out until early April. So April 8th was when I, t- I took a home test. And then uh, I went to my doctor and she did a test and just confirmed it because they don't they have to confirm it. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Um, yeah. So from there, actually, so my gynecologist doesn't do obstetrics anymore. So I ended up having to find a whole new clinic. So I asked her, I was like, okay, who do you suggest? Um, so then I went to a different clinic and that's where they had those strict protocols, which I totally get.
1: Was it hard to find one then that was like open at that time? (laughs)
0: Not really. It's a big clinic. They had a lot of offices. I just had to go to the main one by the hospital that we ended up delivering at anyway, Um, which is pretty much the only hospital. It's not the only one, but it's the main one on the west side of the Portland metro area that delivers babies. I mean, if you're not going to be if you're not going to be in the city. Um, So, yeah, everything was like that, actually. Like you could only have one visitor, like at the hospital, which was my husband, like, and he couldn't leave. So when, so when we went to check in, he dropped me off at the door. I went and walked and he found his way. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, my husband's coming. And they were like, okay. And he, they were like, you can't leave. Or like, or they were like, expect it that you can't leave. Cause once you leave, you can't come back in is really what it was. Oh my gosh. So they did actually let him leave once. I think it was before I went into labor and everything. Cause he was like, he didn't bring something. Oh. Cause he was afraid that they were going to be like, no, your water didn't break. Cause it's possible. You know, like they'll send you home. Oh yeah. But, but they confirmed it. So he's like, can I go get our bags and stuff? And they're like, Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> go ahead and get your bags. Which, um, I think it was just like two pairs of shorts, a nightgown for me. Like, a baby outfit she it's funny i didn't even think about clothing her when she I, well i didn't think about being there for two three nights because we stayed overnight when i got like when i got my water broke and then we stayed overnight two extra nights so we were there thursday night friday night and saturday night and we left sunday morning so we i, I only brought one outfit for her and it was it was giant <laughs> and I I brought a blanket but I forgot where it was like that's that's when you're like I don't know what I'm doing when they're like (laughs) we're gonna discharge you and I was like uh can we stay longer we got nurses that help me out and help her out and even help my husband (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that was that was a part like the getting home like the nervous list so you're like uh can we just stay Yes. I mean, I know it's going to be expensive, but can we just say? <laughs> yeah, we had to... It's funny. They had... Oh, I don't think I said this during um, the last episode, but as my contractions were actually getting painful, like untolerable, is when they also gave me a COVID test. So that was fun.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Because they, they they were required... They. They did it for everyone. Well, they didn't do it for my husband. I was surprised, though. So uh, all the patients they gave a test to, he had to wear a mask regardless. But I think it was because they wanted to let the moms not wear a mask. So because it came back negative, I didn't have to wear a mask, which was really nice. Because I know in some places, mainly California and New York, like you had to wear a mask during it. Oh, my God. And I don't, I don't think it would have been that bad, but I'm really glad that I didn't have
1: to. <laughs> I don't know if I could. Ha- oh, my gosh. Yeah, that would be.
0: And I think it might be similar in in that case, like going to the hospital. I don't think much of the restrictions have changed in that situation other than visitors. I think visitors have changed. Oh, so before she came though, I asked the doctor that I had chosen for this. I was like, okay, I know ultimately it's up to me, but what are the, what would you recommend for family visiting the baby? She's like, well, you don't want them in the first two weeks. <laughs> She's yeah. like, but I was like, cause we're actually going to have a, uh, my grand my, her grandparents stay with us. Like they're, she's currently, my mom is currently at my brother's and she's been there for a while. She hasn't gone anywhere. She's like two weeks of isolation. Um, she's like, obviously as much as you can, like some people, people got to go to the store. So that's understandable. And she's like, and I think she said at least two weeks of isolation. I think she might've suggested testing, but that was up to us. So yeah, my mom was like, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to stay at my (laughs) brother's house and not see anyone. So we saw them pretty quickly. And actually my my brother's family all did that too. We, I think it was really just, we had Christmas, but it was my parents, my brother's family, which is four of them. And then me, my husband and Sabine. And that was it because that, because Christmas was two weeks later. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah. It was really crazy. Um, and then from there on, we still didn't really see any, Oh, we also lived. we had, we had housemates at the time when she was born because we were still living in our rental house, yes. um, but they never went anywhere either. They all, they all worked from home and they did grocery pickup, or even like, I don't know if they did Instacart because Instacart delivers. Mm-hmm. And we did a lot. We did a lot of DoorDash then. So it was crazy. We we're I'm sure we were spending way more money than we needed to, but it was, we didn't have a meal train set up, which I think I know people did back in the day and people still do it. Like that is the biggest thing I think is having meals set for you. Cause you definitely do not want to cook when you're a new mom. And if your husband isn't really more than spaghetti, you don't want spaghetti
1: <laughs> <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> well, and it's like it, I remember um, even looking back at pictures of Nathan when we were in the hospital with I think it was Vico, and I was like, "Man, do you think he was the one that just gave birth? He looks more exhausted than you." And it's it takes a toll on them because. Like you said, they do feel helpless. Like, so they're watching you go through all of this. And so it's, it's draining for them as well, just to see you go through everything. They don't know what to expect. And um, yeah, that's true. And then like, for, if you have additional kids, I know that was like the biggest thing, like Nathan was just more exhausted from helping with the other kids or your pets or, you know, or if they're working and, um, So at one point he ended up even sleeping in another room because he's like, I have to operate heavy machinery and Dexter wasn't sleeping. Oh, yeah. Um, Last one, number four. Um, So, yeah, I mean, yes, they don't go through that whole process, but it's I I feel like in a different way, it's just as exhausting for them. So they're not going to want to.
0: Oh yeah, because they get to see it's it's terrible to say it, but they they see the trauma because it's kind of traumatic yeah. that you're physically going through. If they're there, like, and I hope I hope your partner is there with you. Like, yeah, even if they're not going to catch the baby or cut the cord or whatever, like, hopefully they're right there next to you. That's that's the kind of partner I have, and luckily have always wanted. Yeah. Um, and I hope that everyone else has that too, because he. He definitely afterwards was telling me about all of his current concerns, like when the nurses would come in, when her, like she was, her heart rate would drop and her recovery was slow. And while I was having the contractions and like all of my moving and like when I, I actually threw up, too. I didn't tell that part. Really? Well, I was telling that I was telling the nurse before I had any sort of medications. I was like, I'm kind of shaky. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's normal. And I was like, I kind of felt like I figured that was kind of normal. I was like, it's either because I'm freezing because it's kind of cold or because I'm in a lot of pain, which I am <laughs> They're like, yeah, you can get the shakes. I was like, okay. And I think just all of the, all of it. And then when they did give me fentanyl is what it's called right before I started pushing, I was like, I need to, like, I got this bitter taste. Was, they're like, Oh, here's a, here's a bag. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> oh it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you fentanyl. Hmm. Wow, it's insane! And my friend told me not to take it, and I should have listened. And I tried. I they one nurse was really all about it. Like, definitely, just go with your gut. I should. I really wish I said no. Still, like, even though I said no two times before, I was like, no, I really don't want that.
1: Huh? I have never. I never have heard of anybody. I know it must be a thing because obviously they. It's not like a. But
0: I wonder if it's like more i don't know yeah i don't know it was surprising and because at first i was like what and then i was like oh yeah and i was like no
1: and i've always just gone straight for the epidural so maybe that's why
0: they were they were saying oh she was saying she was like you'll still feel it you just won't really care which i guess was true that's exactly what ryan said Like, like he's like yeah you your demeanor totally changed after you had it i was like oh well it still hurt as (laughs) i was like it was still real bad i didn't realize my demeanor changed i was like i was terrible i didn't think it did anything other than make me feel terrible i was like oh yeah i could feel it my head like did that weird to me like when you are on a roller coaster and everything that just like drops so you have a weird drop feeling that's what it did and i was like oh no why do people like this um yeah so i was like oh well it hurt it was still terrible. And it I was like, it didn't do anything.
1: <laughs> so once you got to go, like, did they test you? Did they, so they didn't test Ryan. And then you'd only had to do the one test, right? The yeah. Test. yeah. And then you have to go home. So what was it like going home? Like, did you ever end up having people come over and visit you guys at all?
0: I think his, his, his um adoptive parents came over i can't really remember but i think they stayed outside um and i want to say that because at least his his aunt and his cousin came over i feel like because i remember looking at them in a screen door his his aunt his sorry his cousin um isn't wasn't vaccinated i don't know if she is and we're like i'm sorry we're just you can't See her then <laughs> so they kind of saw six star at like a zoo it's <laughs> our a glass window screen door <laughs> from afar as they were dropping off gifts or food or maybe both i don't remember um but no we didn't we didn't have anyone come over we did like a month later we had a friend we had a couple of friends um that we worked with who had a baby in like august so I'm sure their story is similar. Um, so we went for a walk outside in the park and we all wore masks and the babies were just in their strollers. So that was nice. Um, we're actually gonna have a play date with her on Monday. Finally. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited for her to interact with other kids. Yes. I think (laughs) that's the other thing (laughs) that's gotta be the hardest part. I feel like, because
1: even, I mean, my kids are, you know, my youngest is eight and my oldest is 14 and, That was one of the most um, isolating times for me, like being home. And even then I was so worried about them getting sick and being exposed. And, you know, I was so that was like definitely the top thing on my mind when we were going to have people come and visit and just needing that interaction with adults instead of just your baby um, you know, trying to be present in the moment with your baby. But at the same time, you're like, oh my gosh, I just need to get out of the house. And I remember just, especially with my oldest, my mom would take me to the mall and we just go and walk and just get out. And I mean, we weren't really doing anything, but I just had to get out of the house. I feel like that would be so much harder, especially during like the first year with the shutdown and everything. I think that would have been the hardest thing.
0: Yeah. It was, um, I mean, I, yeah, I guess so. We, we took a lot of walks We and we still take walks. Um, cause Ryan actually took a whole, he took two weeks off cause it was. That's awesome. Paid maternity paternity, but then he, so he went back to work for like a week and then he took, cause his vacation started over every calendar year. He took two more weeks off cause he wanted to do the full time that they allowed. Oh. I don't, but he didn't want part of it to be unpaid. So that's, that's what it was. So he took, I don't remember. I think he took at least a month total off. I feel like he took more. Um, so we would, she, she had jaundice technically when I mean most babies do don't be alarmed if you're a new mom or pregnant. Um, turns out most babies have jaundice, uh, when they come out, especially if they're a little early or a lot early. Um, she, hers wasn't too bad. Um, and that they didn't, we didn't do any of the light therapy or the blanket or anything, but the doctor was like, go outside, take some walks. And I was like, okay, (laughs) you don't have to tell me (laughs) I will be outside. Let's go. (laughs) So yeah, two, I think at two weeks we took her out for a little walk. Um, and she still loves to be outside. I think that's just like I mentioned before. I think it's just human nature though. Like we built these, houses for ourselves which are really nice but we still need the outdoors and children remind us <laughs> when they're tiny. Yes.
1: And then we <laughs> have to remind them when they get older. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm wondering how long it's going to be before I have to be like go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm hope I'm part of me is hoping she's more like me but part of me is hoping that she's kind of like Ryan so that I know where she is she's just playing for computer. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the beat? Oh, she's in her room playing computer. <laughs> uh, probably, yeah,
1: it's like just outside. I was never in, and if I was inside, it was like in my own little world. And. <laughs> creating things and oh my gosh my kids I remember I was like where did you come from I have to constantly tell you to go play or use your imagination go outside. and where did you come from? <laughs> yeah and then it was um I don't remember how old they were finally it was kind of like oh okay they started kind of doing more of their own thing but I um yeah so it's kind of it's nice that it seems like life is getting a little more back to normal over here in Idaho. It got back to normal a lot faster. <laughs> Nobody cared. Um, but I, I was just telling Sandra before we uh, started reporting that I was in Washington this last weekend. And it, there was, you know, it was not uncommon to see people in masks still out and about. And I was like, you know, it's hard to, nobody really wants to wear masks over here, which is fine. Like one way or whatever, but um, it made me start thinking about that. And like with little, yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh. And well, and even I had a doctor's appointment today and um trying to get Dexter to wear his mask. He's eight. And I'm like, oh gosh, I can't even imagine for like little, little ones and moms just getting in the groove of things and having to worry about it. Um, I
0: know. Like and I- that's the, that's the one thing, like, I said to Ryan, I hope by the time that she's two, we don't really have to deal with masks. And hopefully, it seems like that's kind of the case. But at the same time, I was just reading something that was like, they're actually, all the all the cases, like COVID is actually going up a lot. Lots of people are getting it and it doesn't seem like anyone's really being that careful. Um, I know a lot of friends that have gotten their littles, they're like around Sabine's age um, vaccinated. We haven't yet. Um, which I know is crazy to say, cause we do, we've done other vaccinations. I think it's cause we don't really go anywhere, but I'm still, I'm still kind of on the fence. Like I feel more like I would like to, and my husband is kind of more on the, if we don't really need to, do we really need to? <laughs> cause our, I, uh, we had talked talk to our doctor about it and I'm, I'm still like, eh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I, we both have to be on the same page though. It's not like I'm going to go take her by myself and just get her vaccinated. That would, Be terrible um to my husband (laughs) um yeah i i i actually did buy a little mask for her like a cloth one um we have a couple of disposable ones too because i was like maybe i do want her to wear it like if we're not vaccinated yet and like i don't i don't know and by we i mean her he and i are we'd actually even have our booster we could i think we technically qualify for the fourth one because we do live with my parents but Anyway, no one has gotten that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was a crazy ride. But like when you asked me to talk about it again, I'm like, I don't know. It does, I, Is it different than being a new mom, not in a pandemic? I think my pregnancy to me seems like it was different because I didn't see any. I literally didn't see anyone. And I didn't not that I really wanted to. I didn't have anyone try to touch my bump. And I didn't have anyone ask how far along I was really. I, I did a few people cause I still was going to the office every other day, but they didn't try to touch my bump. but they would be like, Oh, how far are you? Or you look small. You're carrying low. It's probably going to be a boy. I have a long torso. So it looked like it was low. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no one really got to see that. So they couldn't be like, like I, I worked at a law firm with like, I don't know, 150 people and like almost no one knew I was pregnant. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was the craziest part. Whereas normally I'd be walking around and people would have seen me and probably asked me questions. None of it. So it was was definitely really weird to be like, I'm pregnant. No one knows. I'm going to have a kid and no one's (laughs) going (laughs) to know.
1: At the same time, though, it's probably kind of nice that you just got to keep it for you guys just for you guys like
0: <laughs> i mean i did yeah it was fun for me and me and my husband i think overall though like it was it was definitely weird i felt indifferent about it like yeah. i didn't i didn't have and maybe it's cuz i didn't have someone asking me all the time how do you feel <laughs> it's <laughs> like um physically I'm growing something. I'm not throwing up. I have an appetite. Great. I'm I'm sleeping. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know. I don't feel much different than when I wasn't pregnant. And then like, I because I think most people, when they ask that question, are asking you, how are you feeling about the baby? And I'm like, it's growing. It's healthy. (laughs) That's (laughs) all I know. Right? Like, seriously, I felt like I didn't have any feelings about it. And it was, I was actually... After the worst, I was really upset about it. Cause I'm like, I didn't, I didn't have feelings.
1: <laughs> I didn't feel it was just because like so many of us were just kind of like in survival mode during that period.
0: I mean, honestly, it probably was. Cause I was like, well, I'm, I'm trying to survive for two people right now. Like, I don't want to see anyone. Don't. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because, I, and it's kind of funny because um, I was with my cousins this last weekend and the one that still has little ones like hers are younger than mine. And we were both saying how we actually kind of missed that time period because we selfishly got to keep our kids to ourselves and really have just this whole time period where we got to really bond and just do fun things. And it brought out our creative side of keeping Mm. them entertained and happy and stuff. And so, um, but again, totally different stages of life with our kids. And so, um, yeah, I, I loved it. I, um, had no guilt about just staying home and not seeing anyone. <laughs> 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 I think that's probably when I realized that I'm a lot more introverted than I, realized. Yeah. I love being around people, but, um, I'm a total homebody. And so, um, but I can see how it could have been really difficult for people who really needed that social interaction and that those physical touch type of people.
0: Sure, I think that reminded me how more extroverted than I think I am because I I used to be or I thought I was super extrovert, like only extrovert. It turns out I'm kind of both. Um, so yeah, the experience was totally different. But yeah, being home with her, I was like. You can come over if you want, but we're going to be outside and you're going to wear a mask and you're probably still going to be six feet away and I'll hold her. So, (laughs) be (laughs) here.
1: Yeah. So, don't breathe (laughs) on (laughs) us. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Although, I mean, my early mom anxiety was ridiculous. Like, I am the first one to admit that I was ridiculous. their first few years, probably like so overly protective. So paranoid about dirt. I mean, just everything feeding them. Like my sister tried to give my oldest a straw of water and I flipped because I was like,
0: you can't give babies water. And she was like, what the hell? It's like, (laughs)
1: <laughs> because they're like, don't give them water in a bottle, right? Yeah. You want to feed them. And so I took that in the most literal sense ever that you cannot give babies water. Um, so I can't even imagine like having babies like during, especially 2020. I think I would have probably lost my mind. Although since I had, it, I would have been home, maybe not so much, but <laughs> I... I guess that's, I, I don't know. I just have, I think of how there's where would feel going through it. And, um, I loved that early momhood phase, but at the same time I struggled a lot with knowing what was right. Second guessing everything. Um, the biggest mistake I did was like, listen to and took everything my doctor said literal and, like literally, and then like blogs and um, mm. articles and how you're supposed to do things, and then I'm like, these aren't dude, they're just regular moms, they're not specialists or anything. and I thought I had to do and be the picture perfect mom and do all the like I literally mopped my house every single day because heaven forbid there'd be a germ on the floor and they might crawl on it
0: like. <laughs> crazy mom here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I can, I don't think that, I think that most new moms will go through some sort of iteration version of that. Cause I, we, when we did live with the housemates, they had a dog and they didn't vacuum much. So we really didn't move outside of our bedroom that much. So I totally get it. I sometimes would take her down and it was definitely when she was like a month. (laughs) Cause I was like, Oh, there's all this hair. I don't know how the dog is going to react. I don't know how the baby's going to react. I don't, I don't even want to clean it up. I don't want him to lick her. Like all the things, all the things that a dog might do. So I totally get it. Our room was really big and we had a bathroom attached. We had the master suite with the in suite bathroom or however they call it these days. Um, and a walk-in closet that probably could have technically been her room if I just took everything out of it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so yeah, I think that's, that's normal. Maybe, maybe yours was a little extreme. Mine sounded a little extreme as well. Like I said, didn't really leave the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um, That's where the husband that just orders the food and brings it up. Yes. I'm
1: proud of how far I've come with my, I call it my mom anxiety because I have my own other weird quirks and things that I worry about, but my mom anxiety is in a whole different level. Um, And I'm, it's taken a lot, a lot of work and I still have to work at it all the time to just, Chill, and thankfully Nathan's like my—he's the one that like pulls me in and rain and's Like it's gonna be okay. Like just let them be kids. And oh my gosh,
0: yeah, I—I I will say as a new mom, that's the hard thing too. Like I—I I have recently—you <laughs> don't want your child to fall, right? So yeah. like I've been. She's since she's been walking for a longer time, she seems to have her balance better. So I let her start climbing on things more and running, even though I don't want her to run mainly inside but so she she likes to run um which is not surprising i think all toddlers do anyway but so she'll like she has all these tiny little bruises one on her arm from running into something there and one on the other arm bunch on her shins i'm like you're fine it's fine I know you are. Everyone gets bruises, but you just you're just like, oh, no, you fell. And then the hardest I think, honestly, the hardest part, though, is not big, making a big reaction to it because you're like, oh, my God, what happened? And you're like, oh, nothing. You're good. OK. And sometimes I've actually done it with her. I've scared her. And I'm like, oh, you are I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I said that to her, though. I was like, I'm sorry. I did not mean to scare you. Mommy overreacted. Yes. You're OK. We're OK. We're okay. <laughs> we are OK. <laughs> I have said that already. Literally. She's one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. I need her to know. I need her to know. Cause I, I, we had mentioned this in a previous podcast. I don't remember one, but which one, but I would, I'm more of the, you don't really have emotions other than the happy ones. <laughs> right. So I want her to know that the other ones are okay. If she feels them and like, it's okay to feel them. We try to process them so we can get back to what we want, which is hopefully happy. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, that's good. Though it's really important for them to learn that at an early age, and fortunately, we have an amazing doctor here and a counselor who works like on
0: cognitive
1: mm. therapy with them. I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for them because um, it's really helped me as a mom who has only has grown up. Like I was never taught. I don't think I was ever taught that we only are to be happy. It's just, I come by it naturally. And it's just something I, I don't like being unhappy. And um, even when I am unhappy, I will put on a front, like everything is totally fine. I'm horrible about that. But so i I look at that and how it's affected me um, negatively as well. And so I try really hard to, to help them with that. And it's still, you know, it's a process because I also didn't know how I was going to raise boys. (laughs) 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 I'm really hoping it does kind of get back to normal. And especially like these little ones, I, again, worry, and it's not even my own children, but like how that's going to affect even moms and like, their kids state of mind as they go. To, Cause I know for my older kids, when everything shut down, it was so hard on them, which is probably why I like overcompensated when everything we were all home to mm. try and make it like this little happy oasis at
0: home and uh, <laughs> all these fun things you're we going to do. And I feel like with her and anyone born kind of in the same age, they might be too young, and but in like, I want to say like because i know like the social interaction because they didn't really they didn't really have it yet i guess is what i'm trying to say so they're not missing it and hopefully i know it probably i'm sure it probably affects her some way um slightly for not having that but as long as we can start to incorporate it which we have been like when i go to fit for mom and she. She's at least sees the other kids. So they're they're a little bit bigger than her. So I think they and they probably have family that they see more often that have kids their age. That's the other thing. She's young. Her cousin's 14. Her cousins are your kids' age. Um, so it's it's nice to she's she's just trying to figure that out. So yeah. that's good though.
1: That's good that you're getting her out there to do that because I do think they start learning from that at a very young age. Cause I look at the difference between my oldest and like Dexter, Dexter at least always had his siblings. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of play dates from like, it's I don't remember how old he was when we started doing play dates for him, but like Biko, I'm pretty sure he was probably like a few weeks old when we started doing play dates because I had the older kids. So they were always used to that. But QP definitely had a harder time with social interactions than say Dexter. It's also personality though, but
0: right. Yeah. Learning
1: how to, um, get along with kids and that's, see, this is my
0: mom anxiety. This is, (laughs) you can see it like coming different, different, different (laughs) fingers, not sparkle. (laughs) Anxiety.
1: (laughs) My brain, when I was trying to think of words, was just like going off into like 5 million different (laughs) things. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Well, and
0: that, it's speaking of mom anxiety, that's another thing that I had to first acknowledge. Like, cause I didn't I didn't necessarily like we started taking her to the stores with us. Um, my husband and I, I think it's when my parents went out of town in June. One of the times I went into back to Eastern Oregon, they were gone for a few weeks. And it was when they, this year recently, when everyone's like, hey, we're reopened-ish, you know. So I was really hesitant. I was like, do we really want to take her to the store? I was like, can you go by yourself? (laughs) We can't really, honestly, because it's usually Costco that we go to like, that's the main place that we go to. Um, or like, and then we started going to restaurants, but we'd be outside, like, not like restaurant, not big restaurants, but like local stuff. And I was just like, I, I had the mom anxiety brain everywhere. And I was like, okay, I understand, I under, I understand that this is me possibly being paranoid. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I understand that we are in a pandemic, even though everyone's pretending that we're not got it. Okay. Am I going to let loose a little so that we can, you know, do things as a family? Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like literally, like I had to do this. I think I might've even done it out loud like this because I was just like, I really didn't want to take her to the stores and I really didn't want to take her inside a restaurant. I was like, this, they're too small. Like, I don't know the ventilation. I know we know the people and where their usuals, but I was just, uh, all the things. And I, I think, I think the, the pandemic did make me, probably a little more paranoid than I would be, but I think I would still be a little bit like this because when I used to watch my niece and nephew, I told my husband, I was like, Oh, when we have a kid I'm being, I'm going to be a helicopter mom. And he's like, what? And I was like a helicopter mom. It's a term. And he's like, I don't understand. It's like, okay. So when I used to watch Lily and Mateo, I would take them to the park and I would play with them, but I would play with them because I wanted to make sure that they didn't fall. Or I was right there to catch them. I was like, I was like I was paranoid that something was going to happen He was like well that's probably because it's your niece and nephew And I was like no I'm pretty sure that's how I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) be I
1: I just can't get past what
0: you said I'm
1: going to let loose
0: little and we're going to go to the store (laughs) (laughs) Right exactly Like normally you're like let loose party No mine is go to the store Do a normal thing that you did two years ago Three years ago Oh god see don't even know anymore I know (laughs) If you are a new mom or expecting mom,
1: just know that mom anxiety before all of this is like a real thing. And some of us, I'm pointing at myself. If you're not watching us on video, I, some of us have it a lot worse than others. Um, and with all of this, with the pandemic and everything, just know that it's, Normal to have a lot of these worries and anxieties, and you're not alone in that because parenting is the most rewarding and hardest job that people ever have. And we worry. I saw a thing the other day, it's just a total random side thought of Rebecca. Um, there was like a reel, and it was like, you know what's really funny? I just thought of today, and she's like, I'm a mom, me. I'm responsible oh, that one. for keeping this little person alive. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is totally me. I still think that I have four kids. And I'm like, I still think that all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a me. I'm supposed to be responsible. <laughs> and for four kids, like... Mm,
0: that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... When I first saw it, I didn't think of you in that. But I, I see it and it's funny. I mean, it was funny at first, but... Yeah. Well, and then the other thing, the new if you are gonna be a new parent is um if you read those books and those blogs and whatever, great. If you can find tips on it, great. Don't think it's gonna be yes. all of your answers. Um I actually did the opposite. I think maybe because of you, I was like, I'm not gonna read any, I'm not gonna read any parent thing at all. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. I was like, cause who knows how my kids to turn out anyway. So <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. I, think, I that's think the greatest advice I've ever given <clears throat> is it don't worry on like, it's great that there's so much information out there, but sometimes it's too much. And it's a lot of the time it's not going to pertain to you and, and how your kid is and your personality, their personality types, if they have any, you know, learning disabilities or you know emotional um challenges or anything like that like it's not going to pertain to you and you can't force it to work that way if it's not meant for you in that um what's the word i'm looking for
0: method uh, oh yeah um, method. You know, it, might not,
1: it might not apply to you and so you know we have our motherly instincts for a reason and just listen to those and know that, you know, what's going to be best for your child. And as long as you're actively trying and you're trying to do better every day, then that's like all you can do. And you can't, worry about what other people are doing or what they're saying or what advice, if they give you advice, great. It doesn't mean you have to follow it either. Cause you're going to have so many people tell you along the way, Oh, you should have done this or, Oh, when they act like that, then you gotta do X, Y, Z. Like, great. I'm glad that may have worked for you. Thanks for the help, you know, or the tips or whatever, but it might not work. And so, um, that was one thing like, when Xander and I talked about like doing the podcast and like having things that we want to offer as like help and tips and stuff doesn't mean that just because it works for us, it's going to work for other people. But sometimes you might find yourself struggling because you've tried everything you can. And you're like, I just need an, an idea. Sometimes an idea will spark inspiration for your own method. That's going to work. And I feel like that is what it should do. Not, Follow what everybody else is saying to a T. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I, well, I hope so. As I said, I was gonna say yes though, because it kind of makes me think of um, sleep training because we sort of did it. <clears throat> well, we did we did it. And it sort of worked, but it didn't sound like the way it worked in the book, supposedly. And it didn't sound like it worked for these other people's types of kids. And I I I basically chalked it up to being like, My kid is slightly different. The situation is different. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how they were beforehand. Not even going to try and figure it out. I'm going to do my thing. So I do part of that training that we did, like when we can, like like, part of it is the, bedtime routine you know like we sort of have one but we don't necessarily like i mix it up a little bit because like i've mentioned before like if she's gonna get up a bunch of times like she nurses and then she like points at something and then she nurses and then she's trying to get up and then she nurses and i'm like I no <laughs> we're not doing this <laughs> or then she just yeah so like in that case i'm like okay we're getting up i'm not gonna force her to sit here i'm not gonna also put her in her bed where she's gonna just stand up and climb anyway and i know some people are all, all about crying it out i just personally i couldn't do it and that's, and that's okay, okay. <laughs> yeah you need if you need someone to say that uh, we we both just said that that's okay <laughs> if that's not what you like if you can't do it personally that's okay that wasn't meant for you and that's okay and you,
1: um, out. you that's the thing about motherhood too i feel like is that You will figure it out one way or the other. What's going to be the best for you and your kid? I have tried so many different methods and each kid is different too. Like, holy moly. I never thought my kids could be so different. And I'm like, (laughs) I am so crazy because I'm tired, but it's you figure it out. And what works one day might not work the next day. And you just need to do
0: that too. Yeah. Because
1: they change just as much as we do. And every day is going to be, it might be a new challenge tomorrow. And so just learn to, that you're taking deep breath. You're doing a great job and that. Give yourself that grace in that.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. And if you don't love the early baby, just, just throwing this out here real quick, the early babyhood, which most moms do. Let me tell you, I'm the one that did not like, it's okay. That's okay too. Like, Seriously, I did not like those first few few months, like six, seven, maybe even eight and nine. maybe. No, I think nine was good. Six. So like six-ish, at least six. They're really hard. It's okay that you might not love it. And maybe later, because Rebecca and a lot of my other friends, after that time, they remember loving it. and that's great. I don't. <laughs> I still don't remember. I don't I didn't love it and I when looking back on it, I don't love it, so it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It didn't mean that I was a bad mom. It just meant that stage was really hard for me. And I, I, that's how it's going to be, That I can't change it. There's no reason to worry about it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And you'll find that there's going to be phases within that phase that are going to be challenging. And then you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then they're going to drive you crazy. So just, it's normal. It is <laughs> so normal to feel like that. And I, yeah, I was the same way. I loved the baby face. Um, my youngest, we always say that if he would have been the first one, we wouldn't have had any more. <laughs> 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 he was so hard and it was so, um, it was definitely a, uh, not fun period of time because of that. But yeah, I can look back now and be like, oh, I, I still miss it. Um, I love the phase we're in right now. I think I said this like in a couple of episodes a while back, but this is like probably my favorite phase. <laughs> I love them, right? If I could just make them stay exactly how they are right now, I would just, yeah, they're so awesome. <laughs> and, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you guys are not already, you can follow us on Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, um, Imperfect, W-R-N-Z or Imperfect with Rebecca and Zandra. And you can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or check us out on Facebook. You can also listen there as well. Um, and then you can watch us on YouTube. YouTube. Yay. And we hope you guys have a perfectly imperfect day. Yes. We
0: will catch
1: you guys next time. Bye. Bye.